The vicious voices of the right are out in full force, and it's time for us to get up and organize against the heartless attacks on our civil rights. Start your morning diving into the headlines and issues that matter to our everyday lives, speaking with changemakers and hearing from you, our listeners. Hear your host, Zerlina Maxwell, break down the top news, push for solutions from officials who represent us, and call out the misinformation and hypocrisy that surrounds us, plus the engaging stories that keep you energized. Get your morning boost of politics, culture, and everything you need to start your day. It's always darkest before the dawn, but the dawn is here. Shining a light on the ruthless forces across the aisle and rising for a brighter future for all of us. This is Mornings with Zerlina. Welcome to Mornings with Zerlina. I'm Zerlina Maxwell, and I'm so grateful to our next two guests for being here today. Andrew Smith and Tristan Lewis, the co-founders of The Healing Shy, which is based in Chicago. And it's an organization that focuses on bringing black and brown men together to do yoga and to talk about mental health. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. Good morning. Thanks for having us again. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. So my first question (laughs) is always, why yoga? And and how did it start um, when you were like, we need to get some black and brown men in Chicago together to do some yoga? Um, Andrew, I'll start with you. Yeah, definitely. So it was the summer of 2020. The world had shut down. There was a lot of racial and social tension going across the country and across our city of Chicago. And Tristan had a great idea that we needed to do some type of active rest to um, just kind of settle our minds, our hearts, our souls, and do so in community. Um, So we chose the practice of yoga and we invited 10 guys out that first Sunday morning. Um, We actually started at 6 a.m. right as the sun was rising. So it was super beautiful. Um, But 20 guys actually showed up Um, and after the event, we actually got feedback from the guys that this is something that they didn't know they needed. Um, it, it wasn't something that we were planning on, you know, doing more than once, but with the response that we got, we knew we had to do it again. And guys just continued to come throughout that summer. And we decided to, you know, form our organization um, that was going to be yoga focused to help black and brown men deal with, you know, all of their mental health issues um, in community. I love it so much because I feel like, you know, black men aren't thinking of yoga. I mean, like top of mind. I mean, I got to be honest, I've been to a lot of yoga classes in my life and obviously not the full sampling. And so this is only anecdotal. But I can't tell you if I've ever seen a black man in a yoga class. Now, that may just be like where I'm choosing to go in New York City. You know what I'm saying? But I think that there is perhaps a stigma um, or an assumption that black men aren't into yoga. Um, Tristan, do you feel like you know, when you got the report that I didn't know I needed this, I mean, is there just a complete lack of familiarity with yoga from the from the jump um, when it comes to black and brown men? And then through your organization, they're able to learn about yoga and realize like, oh, <laughs> that's why people do yoga. <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. I mean, I think for us, what we learned throughout the process was just representation in the space. Yeah. I mean, when you look at yoga, Across the U.S., black and brown men make up less than 2% of practitioners. So if you don't have yoga instructors or teachers who look like you in a studio, it kind of makes it hard to feel like you belong. I think that was one of the learnings that we found. You know, we were able to connect with other BIPOC yoga instructors in the city of Chicago Mm -hmm. that I felt like lowered the barrier and also like just created a welcome space for our guys to be able to come in and engage with the practice. 
It's such an important point. I mean, the lack of the lack of yoga instructors in terms of um, diverse representation is also an element here. I mean, I, I can't tell you if I've ever had a black male yoga teacher either. That's actually a really good point. Um, why do you think yoga is so beneficial for mental health? I mean, what are what are folks telling you, Andrew, um, about how it is helping them? What What are they feeling that's different from how they walk into the room initially? Yeah. I mean, I think what uh, yoga does for our community specifically is it builds brotherhood, it builds fellowship and community. Um, but furthermore, it gives them an opportunity to actively rest. And that's what we kind of, you know, really love about the um, the space is that we're able to do what we call an active rest through vinyasa yoga. Um, so we're not doing any type of like really hardcore yoga. You know, when our sessions are geared around our men coming in, building community, building relationships, um, and being able to discuss, you know, what is on, you know, their chest and on their mind so that they can, you know, fully, you, you know, heal from any past traumas, current traumas, anything that they're going with and feel comfortable to do so. I love that it opens up a space to actually talk. And I do find that, um, you know, when when I do yoga, I feel I mean, I it, it's almost like you can feel the things that are happening in your brain moving along, you know, to, to the parts where that make you feel dopamine. <laughs> like I, whenever I do yoga, I'm like, oh, I, I, I can see how this is work. I kind of almost feel it in my head. Um, I mean, maybe that's too too descriptive, but it really does actually feel like there is a chemical reaction happening um, that is allowing um, for you to be more open and more um, joyful And I'm, you know, I smile (laughs) when I'm coming out of yoga. Um, So all of that is so critically important. I mean, what, how does it, how do you feel like um, the folks, uh, how do the folks describe how yoga helps them with the stresses of everyday life, whether it be in Chicago or elsewhere, Tristan, you know, what are some of the things folks are telling you um, about how they can apply what they're doing in the room to you know, everyday stress? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's a, a great question. You know, some of the some of the feedback that we've gotten from guys who've actually engaged in our practices, this is the first time I've learned to breathe. You know, mm-hmm. yoga is a lot of breath to movement and just being conscious of your breath and how that can help you navigate stressful situations in life, you know, not just in, on, in, on the yoga mat inside a yoga studio, but it could be, hey, I got a hard presentation that I got to prepare for at work and I'm feeling anxious. Remembering to come back to your breath. Um, I remember Andrew, he did a activation with some students in the city of Chicago. And one of the kids said, "This, is, I feel peaceful. I feel rest, you know, and I think for young men to be able to articulate that was the benefit that they got from the practice to me was profound. And I feel that same sentiment being shared from our guys as well. I think it just creates a safe space for our men to just be and to actually engage in the practice of being present um, and also being present, not only with their bodies, but each other and also their breath. So I think there's a lot of benefits that our guys are getting from, from the practice. It's so profound what you just said. It allows them to just be, (laughs) Because I feel like as a black or brown man in America, just being, that's actually like a thing that you need space, a safe space to do. Um, and Andrew, can you just talk about the the summer of 2020? I mean, I feel like 
it is not a coincidence. I mean, you also um, started in, I mean, that year started with uh, Kobe Bryant. Um, that's also, I should mention that. So that, that was how 2020 started. Uh, then we're in the pandemic. And then the summer of 2020 um, was all of the racial reckoning protests. I mean, it was just, you know, trauma on top of trauma. Talk a bit about how, um, you know, folks, black and brown men don't have a space to just be. Everywhere you go, it is, it's, you can end up like George Floyd. That's a reality that black and brown men have to, to live with every day. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think one of the things that, you know, we noticed um, when we went into, you know, the pandemic and um, social distancing um, and stay at home was kind of the lack of microaggressions um, that we had to deal with, like on a day to day basis. Um, and with us starting our organization and us just being in community with one another while the world was shut down, while we, you know, had a lack of community, um, I think was super powerful. You know, we got to literally just be, um, we felt free. We felt um, able to be ourselves. We felt able to be transparent and vulnerable, open up to one another. And it was really a game changer. You know, we started talking about therapy, many of us for the very first time. Um, we talked about how to go and get a therapist. We talked about, um, you know, therapists that actually many of our guys were going to that didn't even know about it because they hadn't opened up and talked about it before. Um, so there were a lot of benefits to us, um, you know, having a, a safe space where we could come, be ourselves, let down our hair um, and be vulnerable and talk to one another about some of the most pressing issues that were going on in our current lives. I'm so glad you mentioned therapy because that was literally my next question. Um, I am a big proponent of therapy. I believe that therapy is almost like it's like exercise, but for your mental health. Right. We, we, I mean, there's so much content and marketing around getting, you know, a six pack of abs. Right. But I always say that, like, you know, the person that you see out there on Instagram or on social media or even in real life that has like perfect abs, like they could be sad. They could be dealing with a mental health issue. Like they could look great on the outside, but as long if they're not doing therapy um, and working on their mental health, I mean, six pack abs are nice, but that, I, I don't want that if it comes along with those challenges. Um, so Tristan, talk a bit about the importance of therapy. I mean, and, and also some of the stigmas around talking and being vulnerable um, because black men and 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 brown men they need to go to therapy but it, it is not something that has been normalized yet yeah i mean that's that's 100 percent true and i think it's something that we hear every day with our community um you know just men coming from historical backgrounds where they were taught to hold on to their emotions or or it was weak to say that i'm hurting um and i think one of the benefits that we've seen directly from our guys with them engaging in the practice of therapy is the fact that once they start a steady flow of, of meeting with a, a mental health practitioner, going to therapy, they now have the language to be able to say like, this is what's actually going on in my life. And I think that's been a big game changer. Now they can communicate why they may be feeling this way or why they may be acting in a certain manner. Now they can start a proactive path of getting the help that they need. And I think this is super important. You know, when you talk about stigmas, yeah, I mean, like I said, there's there's been a historical uh, stigma around Black people in mental health and specifically Black men. And I feel like the guys in our community are starting the path to just starting to change that narrative. 
And I think it's just going to only, only make stronger men, stronger families, and hopefully impact our community in a bigger way. It, it, I hope so, too. And I hope that the stigma is completely removed. I mean, I think the idea that, like, you don't want to work on your mental health, like, I, I, I that there's, that's just wrong. You can't, why are you going to walk around unhappy and sad and angry and depressed? I mean, that doesn't feel good. And again, all of it's connected, right? Because what you're feeling emotionally shows up physically, uh, eventually. Um, Tristan, when you think about, um, the importance of of having a space like this, having a safe space like this for people to open up and then almost, you know, influencing them and encouraging them to go to therapy. Do you, I mean, what's your message for people who are listening to our conversation right now that may be on the fence about either doing yoga or going to therapy? I mean, what are your words of encouragement for that person who might be struggling with something, something, but they, they feel like they don't have any place to go to even talk about it because they don't live in Chicago? I think my encouragement to anybody who may be struggling with anything is one, just to give them uh, a a piece of a sense of comfort that you're not alone. Mm -hmm. You know, you're not not alone going through uh, the struggle. I mean, we live in these last three years, right, have been uh, an incredibly uh, difficult time, you know, period of of human existence. And, you know, you talk about the civil unrest, you talk about the pandemic, you talk about the economy, we've been hit left and right. Um, and people of color have been struggling in, in this country far, far beyond 2020. So I think there are a lot of things that we've been dealing with for so long. So I, I would just say, like, you're not alone. It's OK. Um, and my encouragement to, to any brother who may be contemplating therapy or contemplating a tool such as yoga for mental health is, uh, just be open, you know, and, and and quite honestly, yoga may not be your thing, but I think that as long as you're curious about yourself and how to to, to be better and you want to be proactive, I think the exploration is the key, right? You may, it may be running. It may be having a conversation with somebody that you confide in to be able to express how you feel. I think it's just finding those little steps on a day-to-day basis to start charting a path to get better is really the key, you know, and I think we just want to be able to offer different vehicles and pathways for men to live a more whole life. Men to live a more whole life. I mean, it's, it's, it's a profound statement, but it's also a true one. I think that, um, you know, I want men to like break the shackles of <laughs> sort of the patriarchy, <laughs> frankly, um, and, and to be able to express themselves in the full spectrum of emotions. I don't want anybody to feel limited um, to being one particular way because they're taught from birth. Like this is the way to be a quote man. I I just want to hear on this show and this platform that I have um, make sure that people know that having a mental health struggle, having a mental health issue or needing to just talk to somebody because we're living through a once in a life. There's nobody to ask on the earth. You know, what's it like to live in a pandemic? You know, like, what was that like? The one woman that did survive the other plague, she died. (laughs) She was like 110 or something. But she passed away at the beginning of the pandemic. So there's literally no one alive on the earth that knows what's going to happen next or how this is all going to turn out. We're just all doing it. And nobody's been here before. As far as I know, we only do this one time. So I don't, nobody, there's nobody to ask. So if you're struggling out there, 
Um, this mental health week and this kind of conversation is to, as you just said, to let you know that you are not the only one that is struggling. We are all working through it. I mean, my therapist always says nobody has issues. You just have things you have to work on. Everybody has things um, you got to work on. One of the other questions I had, Andrew, is there's been a lot of um, conversation in the mainstream media because of, you know, professional athletes and some celebrities um, talking about their own mental health challenges. Is that something that encourages or maybe influences some of the people that come in to um, do yoga with you? Because I think that that's helpful um, for for people that look like on the surface, you know, they're very successful, they have everything, but yet they're being open about the fact that they too, too also have these issues, uh, these things that they need to work on. See, I reframed it in real time. <laughs> no, 100%. Um, I think it is so important. I think it's so beneficial for leaders um, in the mainstream media, in our country, in sports and entertainment to talk about their struggles, um, talk about how, you know, the things that they're going to. Their platforms are huge and they have the ear of a lot of different people. And I think it's just incredibly powerful when they do talk about, you know, some of the things that they're going through um, because they're real people at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, they feel just like we all feel. And, you know, to hear their experience with their own mental health journeys or what it is they've been through, I think can really help heal other people um, and help them enc encourage them to, you know, take part of their own mental health journey. Um, and we we lean on a lot of these examples. We talk about, you know, somebody like DeMar DeRozan from the Chicago Bulls, who's been very open and active about his mental health journey and what that's meant for him, or the rapper G Herbo, who's um, talked about his PTSD. And, you know, we highlight these stories so that, you know, the kids and, you know, our men can, you know, kind of um, relate to them and, you know, open up themselves. It's so important. I think that anytime you're removing stigmas, um, and celebrities, I think, help to do that um, by being open about their own struggles. That's so important. Can In the last few minutes here, can one of you teach us how to breathe? <laughs> I think it would probably be a good exercise for the people at home um, as they start their morning on this Tuesday um, to just do maybe just a little lesson in yoga breathing because you guys, once you figure this out, I'm telling you, it helps you. So Andrew or Tristan, which, whichever one of you wants to volunteer to help us do a yo just a yoga break, yoga breathing. Absolutely. I can uh, take us through a round of, of box breath. Um, and just before we even get into this, just to talk about the benefits of box breathing, um, it's really good to bring a sense of calm, peace. And as I mentioned, breath work can be a game changer, you know, for any situation, whether it's just starting your day, getting grounded, or if you're about to start a activity that may be stressful and you may get a little anxious this is a game changer it's something that i use <laughs> all, all the time so what we're going to do it's going to be called four by four box breath so if you could just find a quiet place ground yourself feel free to put your hands in your lap on your knees and just close your eyes and what we're going to do is we're going to inhale for four and then we're going to hold and exhale for four and i'll lead us with the count so Start your inhale. One, two, three, four, and hold it at the top. And just let it out audibly for four. One, two, three, four. Hold at the bottom. And we'll do one more round together. Inhale. 
One, two, three, four. Hold for four. Four, three, two, one, and let it out. And this is something you can do anywhere. It doesn't cost money, <laughs> and it's a game changer, as I mentioned. I'm telling you guys, once you learn how to do this, I mean, Hillary Clinton even said that she did this during the campaign, but once you learn how to do this, game changer. Tristan Lewis and Andrew Smith, the co-founders of The Healing Shy, totally my privilege to have you back. I mean, it was so great to talk to you again. I talked to you on my Peacock show, but it was great to have you here this morning for Mental Health Week. This is a game changer. You guys apply this today. Try to do the yoga breathing later today. You'll see the difference. It, it helps so, so much. Thank you for being here today. And thank you for founding this organization. It's so important. So important. Yeah, thanks for having us. We appreciate you. Thank you. We appreciate thank it. You. Thank you so much. Please stay safe. Thanks for listening to Mornings with Zerlina. Check in for new episodes every weekday. Mm-hmm.